Gotta start recording there. That's kind of important. Well, yeah. Whenever yeah. you're ready. We are. We're, we're set. We're good. We're set. <coughs> um, so here we are, another Monday. Welcome. Welcome to, well, I'm Jay Stahl. And I'm Yergs. And this is. Both sides now, all three sides today. And I tell you what, I've invited my dear friend, Amy Musapapa, to be with us for an episode of Both Sides Now. I need to let you know that Amy is one of our fans. Amy listens to our podcast, which makes very me cool. so very happy. And she likes it. So She's one of the smart people. We have... We have people who have listened to our podcast and said, nah, not my cup of tea, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So whenever we run into somebody who really likes us and listens to us, we're very excited oh. about that. But <laughs> okay. for our audience, just to let you know, I mean, uh, I invited Amy today because on Facebook this morning, right, she had uh, some photos up uh, announcing that she had won first place and helped me with the title of place but she won first place in a in in, in a championship of help me a martial arts tournament there we go yeah and she won first place and well but the one that i saw oh, on facebook I, I saw your post on facebook it was at bucks county yes yes um the fifth annual bucks county martial arts championship or something like that yeah. anyway okay. I'm so impressed, and I'll tell you why in just a little bit. But um, when I saw that this morning, I immediately grabbed one of the photos of her looking real fierce. Okay. It's like kick buff Amy, right? And um, I needed to share that with my friends. And so we had a meeting today, and I thought, maybe I can catch her when the energy is still really hot, you know? Um, to record with us and tell us a little bit about yeah. her journey as a martial artist. Now I say that because I also know that Amy started, when did you start this? Uh, a little less than a year ago. A little less than a year ago. Wow. And it was a challenge for her because, you know, Amy has um, a disability of some kind, autoimmune disease, mm -hmm. rheumatoid arthritis, I believe. It's not rheumatoid, it's- uh, uh, Whatever it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, similar, very similar. What does and and so she was very hesitant, wasn't sure she could, you know, participate in something like this that might be too challenging, too athletic, too physical, something, and yet, um, and yet you don't tell my friend Amy she can't do something. Would that be about yeah. right? That's true. We always like that. And, well, what's the difference between your arthritis and rheumatoid arthritis? Um, they're both autoimmune conditions. I mean, very similar manifestation where you get inflammation in your joints and, and things like that. So, um, for argument's sake, they're about the same. How does it okay. manifest itself with you? Um, I'll just randomly have a joint blow up, you know, when I have a flare. And what does that mean? Um, pain. A lot. Pain. Yeah. It's chronic pain. Um, you know, just like, like today, my left foot is swollen. It's just kind of blown up. Get yeah. Out. Can only wear certain shoes, you know. 
Um, I, I could show you, but then it would be a no, tease, no, it'd be no, a tease well, for the listeners who can't see it. It's, it's pretty impressive, actually. Um, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, but um, because I know that in one photograph you shared with me today, you know, you had you had cropped it so that we couldn't see the cane. Is that correct? Right. So your condition disallows you from moving sort of freely. Is that correct? Sometimes it has. Sometimes yeah, it has. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, it's not something I've, I've been comfortable talking about until this year. Um, this year I really started on a different kind of journey. Um, I was always very active and athletic. Um, even up to when I had my kids and then, um, your body changes <laughs> during a pregnancy. But in some cases, if you have an autoimmune, um, condition, mm -hmm. that's when it manifests. And that's what happened with me. So I no kidding. developed chronic, they thought it was Lyme's and then they, you know, went through all kinds of testing. And, um, so it, I've been diagnosed with all kinds of things, but then ultimately I found the right rheumatologist who diagnosed me with psoriatic arthritis is what I have. Um, not as common okay. as rheumatoid. That's why I just say rheumatoid because everybody knows what that is. <laughs> wow. Um, so, but yeah, yeah but so it, go ahead. Yeah. Did, did I catch that right? It, it, you have some other autoimmune deficiency and that's what flares your arthritis or is this all just one in the same? It's one in the same. I was misdiagnosed for years with, you know, okay. chronic fatigue syndrome or they thought I might have Lyme's disease or, you know, I, uh, at one time, um, what's, what's the other one? Crohn's. And then there was, um, yeah, lots of different autoimmune diseases that are out there. Um, lupus was another one they yeah, thought yeah. I might have. Yeah. Um, and then finally, you know, after going to countless doctors and I went to immunologists, I went to allergists, um, and I finally found the right rheumatologist who figured out what was going on. Fantastic. And since then, it's it's medically managed. I give myself injections every week to uh, no kidding to suppress my immune system because it's my immune system attacking me. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So, so oh, boatload of questions from that. Yeah. 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 So, so what triggered this desire or this willingness? to give this all a shot. I know your daughter's been working with Donnie Ellison's Taekwondo Academy right. for six years. Six years, yeah. Six years. And you probably watched her and thought, oh God, I wish I could do that. Is that right? Yeah. Talk to me about the moment. Yeah, it was just the journey. Well, first of all, having children is, is a journey. And, uh, you know, I, I got started a little late in life, but I lived a lot of life before I had my kids, which is quite a blessing. What does that mean? Um, I've got to go there for a minute. Oh, just, you know, traveling oh, okay. and just doing all the things. Yeah. Okay. Um, you had a motorcycle. I remember I that. still have it. Do you really? I still have my Harley. I, you know, lost the ability to ride it on occasion, but uh, every once in a while, I can Did you on. live in Alaska or just journey there a lot? I just traveled there a couple of times. I did, I did live in the Dominican Republic for a while. I spent a month in the rainforest in Ecuador. I've done, I've done a couple of things. Yeah. And, um, and you yeah. were, um, or still are, uh, help me out here with the ambulance. A paramedic. I, paramedic. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Is so that what, is that what you did in the other countries? Uh, yeah, I went on a medical mission to Ecuador and was uh, administering, you know, vaccinations and anti-malarials and things to uh, people in Ecuador. That was nice. Um, 
since I took, yeah. And today, let's get today. there before today. we go. Yeah. And today you are. Yeah, so I don't like to dwell on, on the, the disability part of uh, with my condition. In fact, I, I wasn't, I mean, I've just now started talking about it. Um, you know, I started reliving my childhood, so to speak, with Anna. And then my, my son also started uh, martial arts. He's eight. Um, but this year I turned 50 and I decided um, one of my favorite quotes from Shawshank Redemption is get busy living or get busy dying. And yeah. I just decided, uh, you know, I, I need to really just take take charge of this. Um, I had put on some weight because of my mobility issues um, and I just decided to take some radical steps. So um, the first thing was to try to do some modified exercising. Um, I changed my diet pretty radically and uh, started taking these weekly injections, which I'm a pretty natural person. So for me to take, wow, give myself injections every week, it just goes against everything I formerly believed in. Um, so I just decided I have to do something. Well, I have to go back because yeah. I am fascinated by this. This is a very selfish question, oh. but talk to me about your diet. Um, you know, there's all kinds of inflammatory triggers. Okay. So I went through a battery of allergy yeah. tests. Um, I did some intermittent fasting. I've gotten rid of, um, I cheat a little bit, but most mostly I've gotten rid of gluten, um, corn mm. products. There, that's a trigger. Um, even potatoes, nightshades, you know, there's a lot of different oh, inflammatory tomatoes. foods. Tomatoes. Yeah, oh. yeah. But I'm not a purist. I've found that when I try to be too restrictive, then I say, oh, to hell, hell with, with it. it. Yeah. And then I just, I, and then I fall off the wagon, so to speak. Um, so just, you know, I'm, I'm mostly there, okay. but I do, I do indulge a little bit because you have to live your life. Um, but I, I dropped 32 pounds Fantastic. and I started wow. working with Donnie Ellickson, who's, uh, who owns the martial arts Academy. Um, and he adapted some techniques for me so that I was able to so talk work to me, out. Talk to me a little bit. Like, for example, what did the adaptations look like? So I can't have a lot of impact on my feet, which sounds funny because Taekwondo is literally on means, your feet. It means the art of fist and foot. <laughs> so there's a lot of striking, um, but it's a very interesting mechanism that, that affects it. So a big part of our warm up is jumping jacks, just to kind of get the blood flowing before we do our stretching. Um, so I just modify it. I can, you know, I, I do the, the top part and then I kind of do leg lifts instead of the jumping, the okay. impact on the feet. Um, just, that's just one example. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, and you've been doing this, I know you said it already, but my mind goes blank. You've been doing this now for a Almost a year. year? Almost okay. a year. Yeah. Right. yeah. And um, my understanding, and I don't have much, but my understanding is that there are a variety of levels signified by different colored belts. I'm a total beginner. You're a total beginner? <laughs> Get out. Total beginner. Well, I've only been doing it, you know. I know, I know, I know. Coming know. up on a year. But you ended up at some kind of tournament. Do you want I to talk did. about that? Yeah. So one of there are three components to the curriculum at the academy, and it's uh, weapons forms and fighting. Um, fighting is probably the most fun, but the most likely for me to injure myself. So I don't do as much of that. I do what I need to do to keep progressing. Um, but I, I love the weapons and I love the forms. So I felt like I needed to keep challenging myself in ways that 
kept me focused since I can't do the fighting part. Mm -hmm. Like the rest of my class does certain things and I have to kind of do something else. Uh, so that just is it that, mm -hmm. is it that strict? Like you can't just like minimize some of the fighting is it, or is it cut out yeah, altogether? I do. I mean, like I said, they work with me. I, I do minimize mm -hmm. the fighting. Um, but, you know, my interest in self-defense, I've had that for many, many years. Um, and, and and what triggered that interest? Yeah, I was gonna say, that was going to be one of my questions as well. Well, I am a survivor of abuse. Um, and Excuse I, me? I'm a survivor of abuse. And I've also, um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. as a paramedic, I've also responded to a lot of situations where people have been um injured or abused by significant others or strangers. And so I just have always had an interest in self-defense. I guess. Um, you know, when I was a paramedic in Allentown, we wore bulletproof vests and had a lot of uh, situations that we encountered. So yeah. it was just a big part of my natural awareness that, that was uh, taught to me in that environment. Um, so, so I, you know, Sorry, Jane, but I am a, a, a licensed firearm uh, carrier. Why are um, you apologizing? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think we disagree on some things there. But, you know, for me, that was part of the, um, you know, my mobility was limited. And I still sure. feel like I had the right to protect myself and be capable of doing so. Uh, and I really enjoy shooting. So... <laughs> Excellent. I have, I, well, they have passed on, but I have had other friends who were very interested in shooting as well. And I kind of go with the sentence and I'm going to get it wrong. I know, but if you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. That's right. So yeah. that's, right. Yeah. that's I where that. I, that's where I come from. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, I, I, I will be honest with you. I don't like the military style weapons, the Uzis and mm -hmm. you know, what are they? 15s, whatever that to me, that's a little out there. But again, if you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. So, yeah, I have, bad guys are going to be armed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I believe that. Anyway, yeah. but let's get yeah. back to this again. Yeah. Now, you and I had talked just a little bit before we got on here with Ross, and you were showing me a video of someone who has been your hero. Do you yes. want to talk about a little bit about her, yeah. her journey, her challenges, yeah. and and how that affected you. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, uh, there were some, some kids in class with my kids and their mother also took classes and, uh, she had started taking classes for a few years before she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis is what okay. she had. And I kind of followed her journey and that did help me see things differently because I saw that they were willing to work with her at Ellickson's as well. Um, so she's just sort of been someone I can, who can mentor me and they're a very unique situation. And there are other folks at Ellickson's, I believe you alluded to yes. who are, who, who need certain kinds of accommodations. Yeah. I, I, you need to talk to, to Donnie because he's just, his team is phenomenal. They have all kinds of people there that have, um, I don't like the term special needs, but you know, we, I guess I have special needs, right? We all have special we needs. We all have um, special So yeah. they adapt their training to the unique individual. And so that includes, um, they have some some people who have achieved black belt with having autism. Um, they have uh, hearing impaired. They have um, 
lots of different disabilities and I don't even know, I don't want to label anyone or point anyone out, but right. it's, um, yeah, that, anybody it, who walks through the door who <laughs> has the right mentality to take on the martial arts is now, welcome there. Now talk about that just a little bit. What does that mean, the right mentality? So they have, uh, Taekwondo is, um, you know, grounded in, in five tenets, which is um, courtesy, respect, self-control, perseverance, and indomitable spirit. And those are the five tenets that they, that they abide by. So That was actually a topic of discussion on my podcast oh. with a fellow Taekwondo practitioner. Jane will start giggling in a second who I caught not following all five of those tenets, uh, even though she claimed she did. Yeah. Um, up the middle, my podcast uh, is more political. Okay. And uh, I interviewed a bunch of uh, candidates for the Boyertown School Board and this one particular candidate who denied being on the far right of the political spectrum and in extremist groups and so on mentioned the uh the, the five tenants and exactly as oh. she actually had to she's further along and she actually had to look at a, a set of notes you rattled them out you know one right after the other uh like you've been practicing that your whole life so that says a lot too yeah i well i don't know who you're referring to exactly um although i'll be sure to google it later but um <laughs> or listen to your podcast but I can gar almost guarantee you she doesn't go to my, my school. Probably. Yeah. Probably not. Now, are you and Anna, your daughter, mm -hmm. in competition here? She must be very proud not of you. Not together. We're not in competition together. No. no. <laughs> but, well, I mean, competition just kind of, she must be so very proud oh, of you. Oh, she is. Yeah. She, you she's know, the one who took the photos. That yes. I, yeah. She's, my daughter's 11. And, you know, I go to every tournament, I go to every practice, I, you know, I, I'm her biggest cheerleader and she always does this, mom, I can hear you yelling and above everyone. And she's kind of rolling her eyes at me. Well, guess who was yelling the loudest on the video from yesterday? That was her. Yeah. That go, was awesome. yeah. You said <laughs> so she's been doing it for six years now? Yes. Since she started at five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's wow, uh, that's cool. at 11, she's already teaching. She's helping with uh, the little dragons class that she started with. So she's helping wow. girls. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really proud of her. Now, one That's of the things beautiful. I wanted to ask, how does Donnie recognize the right mindset that you had alluded to just a minute ago? Did he give you, does he, does he talk to you about it at all? Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. There are things you don't progress in rank without knowing the tenants and showing the tenants he's got, at every level, he's got, um, you know, appropriate for that level. He's got certain guidelines. So it's not just, hey, you break a board and you do your kata and you do, uh, you know, you fight a little bit and then you get your next belt. There are actually, um, you know, I know thinking about my daughter, when she moved up to certain belts, she had to write a poem. Really? Uh, about one of the tenants. And then another one, she had to do a sculpture. You'll appreciate the art part. Absolutely. So, um, but you know, they, they really reinforce those tenants, um, to the point that, I mean, as a, as a beginner, if I didn't know those tenants, that would be an embarrassment really to the Academy. Um, and I think that just comes, it just comes naturally if you're, if you spend time there because they, they practice that that's, okay. you know, um, and they'll, they'll talk about that. And if you're struggling with uh, a particular move or a kick or a punch or whatever it is you're struggling with. They'll 
say, you know, this is, this is indomitable spirit that you're experiencing right now. You need to find that indomitable spirit within you. That is so um, cool. Or the perseverance or the self-control or whatever it is. Um, and so it's just, it's not really something that you memorize and recite to them with flashcards. It's just something that. It's off, it, it comes through authentically yeah, yeah. in some sort of. It's an organic learning. There yeah. you go. There you go. That's the yeah. word. So yeah. Now, just FYI for our audiences, I did have um, um, an interview with Donnie. It's been a while now for my own Be Inspired podcast a while ago. So for anybody who's interested in in, in pursuing, learning a little bit more about Donnie until I get to him, <laughs> perhaps again, mm-hmm. one can go to mm-hmm. Be Inspired and find the episode with him because it was fascinating. I, yeah. I have the greatest respect for what he is and who he is as a person and what he offers the community. He's just yeah. great. Yeah. He's just great. He's got a pay it forward program. In order to achieve your black belt, you need to perform a certain number of hours in the community. Um, I don't know of any other schools that do that. Do you think you you have acquired some of those hours? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Amy. If they roll over, I probably uh, have. (laughs) Yeah, you you have done a variety of different things. Amy started up the Unity Tree, right? Right. Five years ago. And they just... uh, Talk about that. You just you just lit the unity tree yeah. last weekend. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, we moved to this town, and it's such a quaint little town. And, and you're from here, too, Yerkes, right? So, you yep. know, it's, it's got it's, – it's such a cute little town, and it's got so much more potential than it utilizes. But um, as, a, as a transplant here, you know, I thought – who the heck is the Christmas tree? You know, there's no Christmas tree in town and Mm -hmm. it's, it's like a hallmark setting in some ways. And then other ways it's like time for goddess. But, um, so I just, you know, that's one of my things that I do is if something needs to be done, you know, you're the first one to get volunteered if it's your idea. So, um, so here we are five years later. Um, and Amy's the one, Amy's the one when COVID first started and everything was shut down. She was a fan of Studio B, the art gallery, and knew that we would not be doing openings and receptions and that people would be hesitant to come in and see the art and purchase the art and get together and so forth. So she was at the time uh, an entrepreneur doing Muzo Media Productions. And um, so she said, you need to go digital. You need to go virtual. And so she ended up recording our exhibits mm-hmm. and then we showed them on she made it happen jane knows nothing but made it happen and put these virtual tours of our art exhibits on facebook live mm-hmm. yeah and then i corralled her to do a be inspired podcast because i had just started that kind of thing yeah. so yeah this yeah. is a woman who has been in the community doing all kinds of things for the community, for the betterment of the community. And, you know, she and I are mutual admiration society, I think. Yes. Yes. So, um, and have worked together on a variety of different projects. And she, of course, is the one who, and, and we talked about this, I think, in previous episodes, but Amy is the one with her friend Judy, when they were in Alaska, mm-hmm. saw an okay. example of the um, Before I Die, Before I Die Wall. Yeah. And texted me and said, we have to bring this to Boyertown. And so, of course, we did. So, um, you know, this is a woman who has been all over the place. And 
I, you know, and just does so many things. And you need anything done, and Amy thinks it's a good idea. Amy will see that it gets done with the help of well, a lot. Go of people. back. Go back to the tree a second. Yeah. Wasn't there one? Um, didn't there used to be a tree at the location, the original location of the Before I Die wall, right outside the uh, the ice cream store or whatever was there in the end building? There. Uh, land. Uh, um, uh, not land before time, but uh, back in time or whatever that ice cream store used to be. The haunted well, that building. Was, that was before me, but I, I do know there used to be a Christmas tree outside of Borough Hall on Washington Street. That Zuber okay. real tree. Yes. Decorated every year. And that was a real tree. And then it got too big. And they said, this is too much work. And then that was right. it. Because when we tried to do the first tree, I said, well, where, where are the decorations? Like where, there was a tree at some point. So we went into the basement of Zuber with permission and that place, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was like cobwebs and, and it was a cellar. But anyway, we found, we found the decorations cause they were, you know, these giant ornaments and, um, and Judy Wetzel and I painted all of them Did you really? uh, and rewired some of them. And cause we didn't have a budget. This was just a couple of us decided, Hey, we're going to do this. So yeah. we did it and it was, and we're still using those balls. <laughs> I love the spirit, the can do spirit. Yeah. I love it. The initiative, yeah. the, the resilience, the creativity. I just love it. Well, like I, I said, I told you earlier. Yeah. What? Don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> and exactly. that's kind of a, you know, Sometimes I I get off track of that, but then I come back to it and I'm well, so where I is Florence, you know, why can't I? <laughs> where is the tree now? Where's so the unity tree now? It's right by the railroad tracks on East Philadelphia Ave. Right okay. behind the before I die wall that you are familiar with now. Right. Well, the location I'm talking about was further up, I guess by that that open that very small open lot yeah. or yard. Yeah. by like what Jack, used to be Jack Lignelli's office. Yeah. Yeah. That's we where the, that's where a tree used remember. to be. I don't remember Ross. And that again, happened. that's plus 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Anyway, huh? I'd like to thank Amy for joining us. Is there thank anything you. else you would like to say about your journey or about Ellison's or about your daughter or about <laughs> anything, anything before we, I could talk about my kids all day. Okay. You know, well, but yeah, yeah. No. That's another show. Yeah. Right. That's another <laughs> show. Yeah. No, I just, um, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, you know, Jane has a way of persuading people to, <laughs> to do things and she don't tell her what she can't do either because, um, when she asks, if you want to, the answer really has to be yes, or she'll figure out a way to get you in here. Exactly. <laughs> so thank anyway, you. With, thanks, uh, thanks. Where Jen. can we find you? Social media and stuff like that. Um, I run and projects uh, that you're working on, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I run a page called Eastern Burks Local. It's called Out and About in Eastern Burks. That's on Facebook. That's just a page for finding local activities and things. It's not necessarily my stuff. It's whatever stuff interests me that I share. And then we also have a networking group called One Boyer Town, which is a Facebook group also. Um, I, I'm not really doing that much with Muzzo Media Productions. That's my videography company. Uh, I, I did that during COVID uh, because as Jane alluded to, people were shut down, people weren't um, coming out. so. I found a way to reach them virtually and I went around to businesses and said, come on, let's do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
I still do it freelancing, but I don't, I'm very selective about it because yeah. I, I have a full-time job in yeah. addition to all my volunteer time. Which so. is what, by the way? Uh, so I work as the executive director for a local charity called the Foundation okay. for Boyertown Education. Okay. So we, we support the 6,700 students of the Boyertown Area School District by providing uh, innovative programming and, and things uh, to, to add to their education. Did you say E Foundation? Education Foundation. Okay. The Foundation for Boyertown Education is what it's called. We're a separate charity, completely um, different from the school district, but we do support the children in the district. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, we'll make sure that we get that out now and also uh, in show notes, comments, stuff like that. And you can found, you can find the foundation on um, our website, which is foundationbe.org. Sounds cool. good. Thanks again, Amy. Thank you. For I enjoy being willing to chat with us today. I enjoy your podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We appreciate uh, the support. And uh, as we tell our audience all the time, like, subscribe, and share. Keep talking about us. <laughs> Because that's how we get, that's, that's what's fun. That's it. Yeah. That's what's fun. Yeah. Okay, sweetie. Yeah. He and I will continue with other episodes, right. but thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you, Amy. Thanks, honey. Thank you. Bye,